0: We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't
1: care how you got here.
0: We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney,
3: and I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton,
2: and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we are talking about the films Black Nativity, The Greatest Game Ever Played, Planes, and the Nutcracker Ballet, Alice in Wonderland Ballet, and we will also be talking about the Hollywood Christmas Parade and Red Carpet. So right now, um, I have with me the fantastic Brianna, my lovely co-host. How are you doing today?
3: I am doing fabulous, Raven.
2: Awesome. Um, so, you're going to be talking to us about the film Black Nativity. So, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about that?
3: Yes, I will. Well, Langston, played by Jacob Lattimore, has to spend the Christmas holiday in New York City with his grandparents, with uh, Reverend Cornell, played by Forrest Whitaker, and Aretha Cobbs, played by Angela Bassett. And he doesn't really know these people because his mom. Uh, Naima, played by Jennifer Hudson, and his grandparents don't really get along because of what happened between them, so he he doesn't really know them at all, it, and Reverend Cornell is a priest, not a priest, but he's a reverend, of course, because it's in his name, and he Langston is not really a churchy kind of guy. He doesn't... I mean he believes in god but he's just like i really don't care i just want to get along i just want to have money so that we don't have to move out of our house because they're getting they're getting moved from their house they can't live there anymore so it's very complicated and but throughout all of this and throughout all of his mother's struggles and all of his grandparents struggles and all of the family's troubles and finding his father and and all these things he finds out how to like Trust people and how to have faith in people and how to forgive people that he didn't even know existed. He didn't even know he had grandparents, but he learned to forgive them for not coming in his life. and it's just it's just a great film
2: that sounds awesome. and I'm looking at the catalyst right now, and I'm like, really excited because I love Force Would A for one. And then I didn't know Angela Bassett was in this, but Angela Bassett is like (laughs) one of my favorite characters in American Horror Story, which is my all-time favorite show. If you are over the age of 13, watch it. Um, But wow, this is like, and Jennifer Hudson's amazing. Terry Skibson is amazing. I love Jacob Lattimore. So that's awesome. Um, So since I'm super excited about the cast and I haven't even seen this film yet, what did you think of the acting and the cast yourself?
3: (laughs) Yes, the cast I thought myself was i thought it was very powerful the way tyrese gibson i love him he's amazing he's amazing i saw him in a couple of other films so i was i was wondering how he would do in this film because i've always seen him be like laughing and and do yeah he's like
2: definitely a funny actor
3: yeah i mean basically and so when he comes in this film a little bit more serious and a little bit more grounded it's it, it surprises me because I'm just like, I didn't know he could do that because that's what actors need. They need opportunities to show that they can do comedic. They can do dramatic. They can, they can do all of these things. And I think this was an opportunity for him. I mean, he did have his moments where he was comedic. He called Langston, a lunch meet because they met in a jail cell. <laughs> so that's a
2: fun place to meet <laughs> someone. Yep,
3: I would totally love to meet someone in a jail cell. Yes. So I thought that's that we're
2: was... being sarcastic. Don't go to
3: jail. <laughs> Don't go to jail. <laughs> Uh, I like the acting because it was very powerful and intense and the scenes that it wasn't so intense. You, like it, it, it was better because you didn't want all that intensity on you through the, throughout the whole film. That sounds awesome.
2: So what did you think of this film personally?
3: Personally, I liked it, I, as you know before. I mean, I haven't said it recently, but I don't really like musicals. I just feel, I mean, some musicals I love, like Wizard of Oz and Noosey's and this film, obviously. But some films, I just feel like they go into it too fake, like they act and then they just come out in song. I'm just like, wait, what just happened? (laughs) And I feel like it's just, I feel like it's choppy, but in this film, I feel like they were just speaking and it needed a song. And so it just went through. So that's how I felt about the music and the, yeah.
2: (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah, I didn't know this was uh, this movie was a musical either, which I think is interesting. Um, but I'm glad that it was that it was good and they played it off nicely. So, what did you think of the music? Like, what was the genre of musical selection, and how do you think the actors did? Because it, it's very interesting to me. Like when I saw um, Les Mis, I mm-hmm. didn't know that half of the actors in Les Mis could sing at all, and they were yes. amazing. Like I was like, what? What is this? Um, anyway. Sing. Different movie. Um, but for this film, how do you think the actors did? And were you surprised by the vocal talent? And like I said, what genre do you think the music fell under?
3: Well, I think there's, I really don't know what genre it's in. Because it would have a, like a fast beat and then it would have like kind of a slower. But I think overall it was like a slow, mellow, very, I guess, calm. But then oh. in some points of the songs that they were singing or that was in the background, it would get very like not choppy but it would get it would get like it's trying to make a point like yeah. this is what you need to listen to and this is what you you it's can be caught about yeah so i liked that and the executive music director is Rafael Sadiq and he he is very talented I feel, because I saw this film, I haven't, I don't think I've seen any of his other projects, but in this film, he's definitely talented. I feel like he brought all the music that wasn't sung to and sung to was great. In the background, I mean, for the background music, I didn't really notice it because, I mean, I usually don't notice it, but I didn't notice it more in this film because it had, it was a musical. Yeah. So I noticed more of the music they were singing to than the background music.
2: Absolutely. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
2: And today we are talking about the film's Black Nativity, The Greatest Game Ever Played, Plains, The Nutcracker Ballet, Alice in Wonderland Ballet, and we'll also be talking about the Hollywood Christmas Parade and Red Carpet. So right now we are talking with Brianna about the film Black Nativity, which is a new musical. Um, but it's not like a like a high school musical musical. <laughs> Every time people talk about musical films, like my mind immediately yes. goes to high school musical for like a split second. <laughs> but um but anyway, she's saying this film sounds amazing. It has an amazing um Um, cast and I haven't even seen the film and I've already loved the cast
1: Um,
2: and it sounds like a really fantastic film so do you think you have a favorite character
3: yes my favorite character is Aretha Cobbs played by Angela Bassett because amazing she is amazing (laughs) I love her end of story Um, I like her character because I see myself in some ways acting like her like she submits to her husband she does whatever he tells her he tells her to do. I mean, she does her own thing, but it's kinda always under him. If he says yes, then she can do it. If he says no, she can't do it. And I feel like she's trying to break out of that. She's trying to do her own thing. She's trying to tell Langston that what happened. She's trying to tell his mother why they did what they did. And but she can't because I think it's kind of self-restraint and him restraining her. And I like the way she deals with that.
2: That's awesome. And that just goes an, another example of how Angela Bassett is an amazing actor because, um, in a lot of the stuff that she's in, for instance, American Horror Story, her <laughs> best show ever. Um, <laughs> she's like really powerful and takes charge. And she's like this voodoo queen and is like super like girl power and whatnot. But in this film, she sounds, you know, pretty submissive and like a, like a, Good little housewife in a sense. (laughs) So I think that's awesome. So do you think you have a favorite um, scene?
3: Yes, my favorite scene is when they are praying because Langston is about to eat because he, of course I said before, he's not a real churchy guy. So when at dinner, he just starts eating, well not starts eating, but he, he wants to eat and he picks up the drumstick and Reverend Cornell, he's like, we pray in this house before we eat. So they start praying. And you could tell that Reverend Cornell doesn't usually make long prayers, but he's adding on to it. He's <laughs> like, and please help this boy with his pants and bring him up. And <laughs> and help this boy not fall into temptation, but deliver him from evil. And please bless him. <laughs> because you could tell that when Reverend Cornell saw Langston that he was like, oh, another boy from the streets. I mean, the first time he met him was in jail. so. Yeah. It's like, I have another troublemaker. I mean, the grandparents didn't even know they had a grandson, so it was kind of like judging. Yeah, so I like that scene because it's just he's just adding on everything that he thinks he's doing. And then Aretha Cobbs, played by Angela Bassett, of course. <laughs> um, she's like, okay, that's enough. I just like that scene because it's very funny.
2: That's funny. And Lord, please help this boy with his <laughs> pants and bring him up. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so what age rating would you recommend this film for? Because it does definitely sound like a drama and like it has some more mature situations in it, but it is a musical. And I think when people hear a musical or parents, they're like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But there are serious musicals, guys.
3: Serious musicals. <laughs> like High School Musical. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, that's that's quick... an intense movie. <laughs> yes, very intense. Another movie. Um, I recommend this film for ages 12 to 17 because it is... It's it, it is more intense. Uh, it talks about guns and and stealing and not necessarily stealing, but it's like indirect stealing. So I would yeah. call it stealing. But anyway, uh, he's yeah. He steals from his grandfather, and it's just it's not it's not relationship kind of serious. It's kind of everyone is. It's not. I just don't think that younger kids would understand and get it and know what was going on because a
2: bit more mature yeah i
3: don't like when i see films and i and because they're too old for me not old for me but anyway i'm too young for it there we go (laughs) and i see them and i have no idea what's going on but my parents or someone older than me would be like oh i totally get it i'm just like i don't get anything tell me what's going on so i think that's what they'll feel like in this film
2: absolutely well guys be sure to check out black nativity it is in theaters now um and it sounds amazing and i definitely am going to have to go see it now mostly because angela bassett is in it and i'm in love with her and there's also so many other amazing actors and it just sounds like a good movie especially in time for the holidays and being thankful for your family and you know stuff like that and brianna thank you so much for telling us all about it
3: oh you're welcome i always love speaking to you yes the feeling
2: is mutual, the feeling's mutual. Yep. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devanny.
3: And I'm your co-host Brianna Hope And
2: you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network.
1: Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Example. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up?
0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week?
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
3: Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Hope Hobbiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just finished reviewing the film Black Nativity with me. And we are reviewing the films, Planes, while speaking with our Kids First Film Critic 2014 contestants, The Nutcracker Ballet, Alice in Wonderland Ballet, and The Greatest Game Ever Played. And we are also talking about Hollywood Christmas Parade and the red carpet events. So we have a full, packed show today. So right now we're speaking with Kiefer about the film The Greatest Game Ever Played. Thank you for joining us today, Kiefer. How are you?
4: I am fantastic. and It's always great to be interviewed.
3: Oh, it's always great to interview you. Thank you. <laughs> so, can you please tell us about this film?
4: Yes, the story is based off actual historical events about Francis. We met. I hope that's his last name. Announced. <laughs> played by Shia LaBeouf, and it's his journey to become the first ever amateur golfer to win mm. the U.S. Open. And he goes. We go through drama we go through comedy we see some fantastic visuals and it is an all-around uplifting film about a golfer
3: not about a golfer just an amateur golfer (laughs) (laughs) so this film is directed by bill paxton how's the overall production to you like what stood out
4: well the overall production to me it really stood out with visual effects Mm -hmm. and pretty much in general because it's Again, I'm referencing to Bobby Fisher. It's in, it's very fascinating how a director or a writer makes a a game which seems boring, such as chess or golf, seem like a total epic game, and you yes. really get invested into it, and like really get into it. Like same thing with golf here. Every time they hit the ball, it's you follow from the ball's point of view, and it goes like from a whole rush. I hope yes. this should be into a roller coaster because it's like <laughs> whoosh. And hit the chain, coaster, and hit the, the
3: greatest game ever played Sure why not I <laughs> would like to- so, yeah the <laughs> sure. oh. yes go ahead
4: no I just saying I'm just saying all- the all-out visual effects was just very outstanding in this film
3: Wow I would love to see Bingo <laughs> as a film because I love bingo people think bingo is boring but it's not it's very intense okay it's intense. <laughs>
4: Bingo the get, yes. the movie with Forrest Whitaker and Shia LaBeouf, why not? Yes,
3: <laughs> totally. <laughs> so tell me about some of the actors in this film. Uh, we have such a likable
4: cast in this film. This is the big thing that made me love this film so much. Shia LaBeouf, uh this is when he was in his young age and young age of acting mm-hmm. and got into Disney and everything. And I just love his performance. It seems like he got the the actual person, Francis Week Re- Francis we met down on how he loved golf and everything Mm -hmm. and also I love um, Stephanie Dillian okay Dillian um, as Harry Varden because he has such an interesting point of view of golf Mm -hmm. and I I don't they don't dive too much too deep into that but I think you get a sense of idea what what he's thinking Mm -hmm. but yeah the cast is so so likeable and they interact with each other especially in a game of golf perfectly
3: Golf. So golf. obviously this is a golf film because we've said golf almost about five times now. <laughs> <laughs> so did you learn anything about golf, or was it kind of like just seeing what you normally see?
4: Um, in fact, I am a golf player. Me and my dad always, we used to play golf all the time. Uh, I like it's it's very historically accurate how they play golf because when I was watching, I'm going like, man, they're so uptight. There's the hand movements on as <laughs> uh, on as I learned when I was younger, or like they. They crouched down and everything. Like, maybe that's the professional way of golfing, but the way I've learned it was they're more looser, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, it, I loved it. It seemed to be historically accurate of how they play golf. And for people who haven't watched golf or think golf is boring, I say check it out still because it's still a very good film about this sport since you're getting tired of me saying golf.
3: <laughs> okay, this is sport. Yes, I, I am one of those people that you were just talking about, people who think golf is boring. I just don't like golf. I don't like a lot of sports, but I really don't like golf. But I will have to check this out because you said any, any people who don't like golf must check it out. So I have to check it out now. <laughs> so how was the set location for this film?
4: Set location was perfect, especially in this kind of time and era. Uh, we had a very beautiful golf course. I mean... Yes, I'm a professional golfer and <laughs> I say the golf course is top notch. <laughs> yes. But yeah, the cinematography with this with where they film was great. Especially the rainy see- the ra- rainy scenes. Uh, I think they interact with that, especially in golfing terms. It's beautiful. It's an absolute it's an absolute place where I want to go golfing if I get into golfing again. But yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful place that they that they filmed.
3: I like mini golf. If that counts. That's but,
0: perfect.
3: <laughs> See, it's all golf. Anyway, yeah. you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beton And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are reviewing the films, Planes, while speaking with our... Kids first film critic, 2014 Contestants, the Nutcracker Ballet, Alice in Wonderland Ballet, and the Greatest Game Ever Played. We are also talking about Hollywood Christmas Parade and the Red Carpet events. So right now we were speaking with Kiefer about the greatest game ever played and we were talking about set location and how the golf courses are top notch, according to Kiefer. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite scene in this film, or do you have one?
4: Uh favorite scene has to be the ending. Again. Not giving oh it gosh. away, <laughs> but okay. If if you're a fan of sports film, you get you pretty much get to the gist of it. Um, Underdog does this the big triumphant scene, everything cheering and the triumphant music from Rocky, I guess. No. <laughs> but and but I just love this one connection with these characters. Um, Shia LaBeouf's character, Francis, and his father, Arthur, K- we met, played by Lise Cortese and it's just they don't, there's no dialogue and this is when the cheering and the music the volume goes down and we just see them have an eye connection and it's just a, it's a very good symbolism of of i le- I'm not, I'm going to let you play golf it's relief it's ab- it's an absolutely beautifully done scene
3: wow i love the scenes that are non talking like there is no speaking because you can interact with each other just by looking at each other and I love when they do like it's cheering or everyone's talking or it's a very busy road or busy street or busy arena or busy stage or or whatever and they kind of like lower it so everything is still going on but you're only looking at or listening to the person that you're looking at and I love when they do that because it makes you feel like you're with them you get a chance to you get a chance to see this. You get a chance to see them interacting with each other. And I feel so special. So I just had to put that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. But, there you go. Yeah, we all share our feelings here, okay? <laughs> How many stars do you give this film out of five, Keeper?
4: Oh, I hope no one kills me for this. I give it three out of five stars because, all right, I love this film. Absolutely love it. Don't get me wrong. But I, I don't just, get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But I just thought this film was missing a little bit of the heart. I mean, we have some very heartwarming connections with, between characters. But with films, especially with sports and, and historical, uh, historical, sports player athlete, mm-hmm. you ne- they don't really say or even visualize what the character is going through. The main character, Francis, we met. We never hear or talk about or even see how he thinks of golf personally. And I think that's very important.
3: Yeah, because all you all you know is he could be hating golf, but he would have to do it. But you, you would never know that because they never said. But I do get, I, I mean, it is about golf. So I do get why they mainly centered it around golf and not the characters' backstories and what they thought of golf. I mean, I would like... I mean, see, I'm talking like I've seen it, but I'm just going off <laughs> of what you said. But I do get why they made it basically around golf and not with the background. I mean, well, not with the background, but,
4: you know. It's based off a real person, and I don't know if they – they may have done a research and they couldn't find very much about the person. I can understand that, but in a sports film, I just thought they were missing a lot of heart from the main character. But still, check it out. No, I say check it out still anyway, but – I just thought I was missing a little bit of that.
3: Yeah, we all need some heart. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> not, you're not weak for needing some heart. <laughs> I need heart. I my life in movies. We need heart. <laughs> yeah. What age range do you give this film, Keeper?
4: Uh, I would give uh, around 10 to 16-year-olds because there was, it is a Disney flick, and there is some language. It's slight that some of the characters use that I don't think be appropriate for kids, but it's its very... its very quick. You don't hear it, but still, it's, it's still good for, the, for kids to watch. And if older groups don't like the underdog story, may not want to see it, but it's still a very good film and I say check
3: it out. Yeah, just younger kids have to just be careful of what they're getting into. Yeah. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> how about the cinematography? You did say about the visuals, but how is the cinematography to you?
4: Uh, cinematography was very um historically accurate with the time setting 1913. Uh, We have some parts in yeah some parts in the 18 late um the late 1890s and the like the busy streets the horse-drawn carriage and oh my gosh yeah and even (laughs) uh, i don't know if you see my review yet but i i dress up as one of the care as one of the golfers like very proper the hat, the plaid shirt with the collared shirt with some very fancy pants. I mean, it was really historically accurate with costuming and
3: cinematography. So, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> all dressed up now, Kiefer. Oh, yes, dressed up. <laughs> all snazzy. <laughs> well, Keeper, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the greatest game ever played. Thank you for letting me. It's always a pleasure. Oh, pleasure. The pleasure is all ours, because I really don't know how that saying goes. <laughs> it's <laughs> playing all month long on HGNet Movies Kids Scenes, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm
2: your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids.
0: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening
1: to Voice America Kids.
0: Kids Safe, Mother Approved. You're listening
1: to Voice America Kids. Remember my Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week?
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
3: Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Hope Hopiton.
2: And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished reviewing the film Black Nativity with me. And we are reviewing the films Planes while speaking with our Kids First Film Critic 2014 contestants, The Nutcracker Ballet, Alice in Wonderland Ballet, and The Greatest Game Ever Played. And we are also talking about Hollywood Christmas Parade and the red carpet events. So we have a full packed show today. So right now we're speaking with Kiefer about the film The Greatest Game Ever Played. Thank you for joining us today, Kiefer. How are you?
4: I am fantastic, and it's always great to be interviewed.
3: Oh, it's always great to interview you. Thank you. <laughs> so can you please tell us about this film?
4: Yes. This story is based off actual historical events about Francis We met. I hope that's his last name pronounced, <laughs> played by Shia LaBeouf, and it's his journey to become the first ever amateur golfer to win the U.S. Open and he goes we go through drama we go through comedy we see some fantastic visuals and it is an all around uplifting film about a golfer
3: Not about a golfer just an amateur yep. golfer <laughs> <laughs> so this film is directed by Bill Paxton how's the overall production to you like what stood out
4: well the overall production to me it really stood out with visual effects in, mm-hmm. and pretty much in general because it's Again, I'm referencing to Bobby Fisher. It's in, it's very fascinating how a director or a writer makes a a game which seems boring, such as chess or golf, seem like a total epic game, and you yes. really get invested into it, and like really get into it. Like same mm-hmm. thing with golf here. Every time they hit the ball, it's you follow from the ball's point of view, and it goes like from a whole rush. I hope yes. this should be into a roller coaster because it's like <laughs> whoosh and hit the trigger
3: the, the greatest game ever played sure why not i <laughs> would like so yeah the <laughs> sure oh. yes go ahead
4: no i just saying i'm just saying all, the all out visual effects was just very outstanding in this film
3: wow i would love to see bingo <laughs> as a <laughs> film because i love bingo people think bingo is boring but it's not it's very intense okay <laughs> it's intense
4: Bingo. The get, yes. the movie with Forrest Whitaker and Shia LaBeouf. Why not? Yes,
3: <laughs> totally. <laughs> so tell me about some of the actors in this film. Uh, we have such a likable cast
4: in this film. This is the big thing that made me love this film so much. Shia LaBeouf, uh, this is when he was in his young age and young age of acting
3: mm-hmm. and
4: gone to Disney and everything and I just love his performance. It seems like he got the the actual person Fairness Wheat. Francis we met down on how he loved golf and everything Mm
2: -hmm.
4: and also I love um Stephanie Dillon Dillian okay Dillian um as Harry Varden because he has such an interesting point of view of golf Mm -hmm. and I I don't they don't dive too much too deep into that but I think you get a sense of idea what what he's thinking Mm
3: -hmm. but
4: yeah the cast is so so likable and they interact with each other especially in a game of golf perfectly
3: Golf. So golf. obviously this is a golf film because we've said golf almost about five times now. <laughs> <laughs> so did you learn anything about golf, or was it kind of like just seeing what you normally see?
4: Um, in fact, I am a golf player. Me and my dad.
3: Always,
4: we used to play golf all the time. Uh, I like it's it's very historically accurate how they play golf because when I was watching, it, I'm going like, man, they're so uptight. There's the hand movements <laughs> on his, uh, on as I learned when I was younger, or like they they crouch down and everything, like, maybe that's the professional way of golfing, but the way I've learned it was they're more looser, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, it, I loved, it seemed to be historically accurate of how they play golf, and for people who haven't watched golf or think golf is boring, I say check it out still, because it's still a very good film about this sport, since you're getting tired of me saying golf.
3: Okay, this is sport. Yes, I I am one of those people that you were just talking about, people who think golf is boring. I just don't like golf. I don't like a lot of sports, but I really don't like golf. But I will have to check this out because you said any any people who don't like golf must check it out. So I have to check it out now. (laughs) So how was the set location for this film?
4: Set location was perfect, especially in this kind of time and era. Uh, We had a very beautiful golf course. I mean... Yes, I'm a professional golfer, and I say <laughs> the golf course is top-notch. <laughs> yes, but yeah, the cinematography with this, with where they film was great, especially the rainy sea The ra- rainy scenes, uh, I think they interact with that, especially in golfing terms. It's beautiful. It's an absolute. It's an absolute place where I want to go golfing if I get into golfing again. But yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful place that they
3: that they filmed. I like mini golf. If that counts. That's perfect. <laughs> See, it's all golf. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton, And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are reviewing the films, Planes, while speaking with our kids first film critic 2014 contestants the nutcracker ballet alice in wonderland ballet and the greatest game ever played we are also talking about hollywood christmas parade and the red carpet events so right now we were speaking with Kiefer about the greatest game ever played and we were talking about set location and how the golf courses are top-notch according to Kiefer. (laughs) (laughs) so what is your favorite scene in this film or do you have one
4: uh favorite scene has to be the ending again not giving oh it gosh. away. <laughs> but okay, if if you're a fan of sports film, you get you pretty much get to the gist of it. Um underdog does this, the big triumphant scene, everything cheering and the triumphant music from Rocky, I guess. No. <laughs> but and but I just love this one connection with these characters. Um Shia LaBeouf's character, Francis, and his father, Arthur K- we met, played by Elise Cortese. And it's just, a, it, they don't, there's no dialogue. And this is when the cheering and the music, the volume goes down and we just see them have an eye connection. And it's just, a, it's a very good symbolism of, of, I le, I'm, not, I'm gonna let you play golf. It's relief. It's, abso- it's an absolutely beautifully done scene.
3: Wow. I love the scenes that are non-talking. Like there is no speaking because you can interact with each other just by looking at each other and I love when they do like it's cheering or everyone's talking or it's a very busy road or a busy street or busy arena or busy stage or, or whatever and they kind of like lower it so everything is still going on but you're only looking at or listening to the person that you're looking at and I love when they do that because it makes you feel like you're with them you get a chance to you get a chance to see this, you get a chance to see them interacting with each other. And it feels so special. So <laughs> I just had to put that in. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's okay, but, there you go.
3: Yeah, we all share our feelings here, okay? <laughs> How many stars do you give this film out of five, Keeper?
4: Oh, I hope no one kills me for this. I give it three out of five stars because, all right, I love this film. Absolutely love it. Don't get me wrong. But I don't just, get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But I just thought this film was missing a little bit of the heart. I mean, we have some very heartwarming connections with between characters. But with films, especially with sports and, and historical, uh, historical, sports player athlete, mm-hmm. you ne- they don't really say or even visualize what the character is going through. The main character, Francis, we met. We never hear or talk about or even see how he thinks of golf personally. And I think that's very important.
3: Yeah, because all you all you know is he could be hating golf, but he would have to do it. But you yeah. you would never know that because they never said. But I do get... I, I mean, it is about golf, so I do get why they mainly centered it around golf and not the characters' backstories and what they thought of golf. I mean, I would like... I mean, see, I'm talking like I've seen it, but I'm just going off of what you said. But I do get why they made it basically around golf and not with the background. I mean, not with the background, but,
4: you know. It's based off a real person, and I don't know if they... They may have done a research and they couldn't find very much about the person. I can understand that, but in a sports film, I just thought they were missing a lot of heart from the main character. But still, check it out. No, I say check it out still anyway, but... I just—I thought I was missing a little bit of that.
3: Yeah, we all need some heart. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> not you're not weak for needing some heart. <laughs> I need heart, especially my life in movies. We need heart. <laughs> yeah. What age range do you give this film keeper?
4: Uh, I would give uh, around ten to sixteen year olds because there is—it is a Disney flick, and it is some language. It's slight that some of the characters use that I don't think would be appropriate for kids, but it's—it's very—it's very quick, you don't hear it, but still, it's it's still good for, the, for kids to watch. And if older groups don't like the underdog story, you may not want to see it, but it's still a very good film, and I say check it out.
3: Yeah, just younger kids have to just be careful of what they're getting into. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> how about the cinematography? You did say about the visuals, but how is the cinematography to you? Uh,
4: cinematography... Was very um, historically accurate with the time setting, nineteen thirteen. Uh, we have some wow. parts in yeah, some parts in the eighteen late um the late eighteen nineties, and the like the busy streets, the horse-drawn carriage, and
3: oh my gosh,
4: yeah, and even <laughs> uh, I don't know if you see my review yet, but I I dress up as one of the as one of the golfers, like very proper. The hat, the plaid shirt with the collared shirt with some very fancy pants. I mean, it was very historically accurate with costuming and cinematography.
3: So, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> all dressed up now, Keeper. Oh, <laughs> yes, dressed up. <laughs> all snazzy. <laughs> well, Keeper, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the greatest game ever played.
4: Thank you for letting me. It's always
3: a pleasure. Oh, pleasure. The pleasure is all... Ours, because I really don't know how that saying goes. (laughs) It's playing all month long on Net Movies Kids Scene, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
2: And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids.
5: If you think you've seen online TV before,
0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
5: Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Remember
1: Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week?
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
3: Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming
2: Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished speaking with Kendall and Kayla Powell, two of our Kids First Film Critic 2014 contest- contestants. And we have reviewed the films Black Nativity, Plains the, great- the greatest game ever played. We are also reviewing the film Alice in Wonderland Ballet. So I'm very excited for that. So right now you are speaking with Patrick about Alice in Wonderland the Ballet. So how are you, Patrick?
6: I'm doing great. Doing great on this um, almost like first month, first day of December. So yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you could join us today. Can you please tell us about the film Alice in Wonderland Ballet?
6: Of course. Okay. Well, first of all, I think everybody knows the story Alice in Wonderland. She is first found at a local riverbank and then suddenly she is trapped in this kind of like time warp hole where she falls into this uh, extraordinary land where she meets animals and creatures that take her along this great adventure and she's basically kind of confused and naive but throughout the story she learns how to avoid problems learn who the bad people are and finally she meets um, the Queen of Hearts and at first people might think the Queen of Hearts is a nice person but at the end we finally know the true side of the Queen of Hearts so yeah.
3: Yes that that seems very interesting. I I love ballet. I mean, it's really not a career choice for me, but I really <laughs> like I mean, I just I have a lot of things to do. If you knew me, you know that I have a lot of things to do. Right. And I love ballet and I like I just like how it feels and stuff like <laughs> that. So
6: Well, going off of that, the ballet was just extraordinary. Um, The ballet was performed by the Royal Ballet Company in um, the United Kingdom, and they were just on point. (laughs) No pun intended, but um, for those who don't know, ballet um, requires um, uh, female dancers to stand on their toes, which is called on point. And it's just really, really extensive and hard because I'm a dancer, and I have dancer friends that um, do ballet. And it is just a very painful process to see the female dancers just standing on their toes, basically for the whole performance of Alice in Wonderland. Mm. And um, the main character who plays Alice, she was basically in every scene and the whole time she was on point, which I thought was amazing.
3: Yeah. They have to have a lot of strength and stuff that I don't think my body can handle, so I'm only going to go to a certain point in ballet, and then stopping. Exactly. <laughs> that's stopping.
6: Sounds like a good plan.
3: Yes. How are the wardrobe and costumes in this film? Because I'm... I, I, I'm not film, ballet performance.
6: Um, the costumes were very uh, extravagant. They were very detailed. Um, going ahead with the costumes were also the makeup. I think the makeup really brought out the characters because um, the costumes is one part, but the makeup, um, when they zoomed up close on the the dancers, it was just so detailed. Like, it was was so, like, you could see every stroke of whisker. You can see every wrinkle that they added to the character, especially um, the cat and the Mad Hatter. I Mm -hmm. mean, their makeup was just amazing. And then the costumes... Um, I really enjoyed the costumes because um, I remember the Caterpillar and um, another character, oh, crap, uh, oh, no, um, I forgot, but there was this character that <laughs> there, um, they were, it was, like, sequenced, like, the whole costume was sequenced, and it was just really beautiful. So, yeah.
3: Wow. I love when I see, like, stage performances, like, plays or or, I guess – Broadway or or ballet and because all of the performances it's stage makeup because right. with regular TV or film or if you're on camera it's not it everything has to be subtle because they are going close to your face mm-hmm. but it, everything doesn't seem that extravagant and but when you're on stage everyone has to see it in the audience or if you are watching it on a film it would be nice to see it too but in the audience they have to see you they have to see what you're wearing they have to see what's mm-hmm. on your face so they make everything extravagant and big and and I'm just looking forward to seeing this because I want to see how they how they do it so thank you for that <laughs> Well what about the music? I love music, so I have to ask. How about the music? Definitely.
6: Well, the music was definitely important because this is kind of almost like a musical in a sense, and so the music really tells a story because um every like the and like it moves the story along, you know? <laughs> and so that's the best way I can explain it. I yep. you guys da-da-da-da. really need to see it. Exactly. <laughs> you guys <laughs> really need to see it because the music really brings out um, the characters, the story, um what else it just tells like the character, even like even the setting. Um, I remember like how like when Alice meets the Queen of Hearts, this the music turns kind of like this um scary mood in a sense. And then once she gets into like um falling down the hole, it's very, it's very mysterious. And so like I I I really like how the composer made the music to match the storyline. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I really appreciate that.
3: Yeah, I mean, there it's a dance performance. If you don't have any music and there's no acting, then what do you have?
6: Exactly. It's
3: like dancing to no music. No one wants to dance to no music. Yes, I mean, I do it often, whole- but you don't want to do that.
6: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> Who is your favorite character or dancer, I should say?
6: Um, My favorite would probably be the Mad Hatter. I mean, I know lots of people like the Mad Hatter because of the recent movie with Johnny Depp, but Mm -hmm. this Mad Hatter was very unique. Even though it was a ballet, the Mad Hatter in uh, this uh, story um, actually tap danced, which I thought was really interesting. I mean... It really tells um, who his per- like, how his personality is. It's kind of like out of the ordinary because you weren't expecting it at all. And so you see him like with these tap shoes and tap tap tapping away on the big long table that everyone just recognized. And I thought that was really unique how the choreographer incorporated like tap into a ballet performance.
3: Yes. I would like to see that, like, if it's, like, a overall, if it's supposed to be a ballet, it's, like, ballet, and then tap, and then jazz, and then hip-hop, yeah, and then definitely. all in ballet. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids, and today we... Reviewed the films Black Nativity, Planes, the greatest game ever played, and we are also reviewing the film Alice in Wonderland Ballet. So right now, let's continue speaking with Patrick about Alice in Wonderland Ballet, and we were just speaking about his favorite character, which is the Mad Hatter, and he had top shoes in a ballet performance, and that's what made it shine.
6: <laughs> yes. Are there any
3: messages or lessons or morals on this ballet performance that you found?
6: Um, I think an important message is um, to follow the signs of your environment um I it's kind of hard to explain but I think what life gives you you use you use it's kind of like the quote um when life gives you lemon make lemonade (laughs) and so um the character Alice she definitely went through the whole adventure wonderland kind of naive but at the end I feel like she learned more about her surroundings she learned like um not to do things are um kind of like um there was a scene where the caterpillar gave her a drink now first of all we know that the drink is kind of like a a mystical uh poison in a sense and Mm so at the end she realized that oh maybe she she shouldn't always take things that are always handed to her and stuff Mm -hmm. and then the second um uh, an example is that um people in her life there were certain people that helped her. There were certain people that tried to, uh, block her from getting to her final destination. And so she tried to, you know, move around those boundaries and, you know, move on in the story. And it teaches the audience like how to move on with their life and how to move beyond those struggles.
3: Yeah, I definitely get what you're saying because I, I've seen a few different versions of uh, Alice in Wonderland I mean from uh, this to that and and reading it and I, I think I just finished reading it uh, maybe f- three or four days ago and it was oh. amazing <laughs> And I so this is a very appropriate in interview. So right. I watched all of these things and I've done all this research research about Alice in Wonderland and I've seen that she does I mean through a lot of the stories she does, go into it very naive and very like oh I'll just do whatever they tell me to do because I'm not from here but then through the end she does realize that I can't always do that because I was safe this time or I was I I I came through this time but maybe next time it won't be that it won't be that good for me so I I definitely like how this also portrays that message Mm -hmm. I definitely agree I, I felt very deep in that moment, <laughs> I had to get out my like, goodness. Yes. <laughs> How many stars do you give this performance?
6: I definitely give this uh, performance uh, movie uh, five stars out of five, because um, the sets, the costumes, everything was just flowing together, everything was uh, working well together, and I think audience members would really like this new take on a classic story.
3: Yes, I love that saying. I've heard that saying, new take on a classic story. I'm going to write that yes. on the board and sit it on my wall. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Great dear.
3: Yes. I I know this isn't a film. I mean, I mean it is a film. But I know this isn't your usual film with... It, it's just not a usual film. It's not a usual film that we review. But what age range would you give this film performance? Um, I
6: think the age range of this movie would probably be um, anywhere from seven and above. Because some of those... Some of the characters and their makeup and the story is kind of scary because there are some scenes where she was kind of lost in a dark room and then the uh, Queen of Hearts was really scary as well. And so I think that Adrian is very appropriate, seven and above.
3: <laughs> okay, then I can, I can definitely go see that. I can definitely go.
6: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yes. How, is, how are the dance, how the dance routines, tying on my tongue, how are the dance routines in this film?
6: The dance routines, oh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't expecting that large of a cast at first, but um, after watching it, I was just shocked because there were scenes where there were about, like, 50 dancers on stage, and I was just like, whoa, whoa, how does the stage... wasn't be? ready. Oh, what is going on? But, yeah, it was just very well choreographed. Um, there were male dancers. There were female dancers. There were partnering scenes where there were, like, couples dancing in the ballroom. There were just every kind of dancing you can imagine that to to take to fill up the stage happened in the performance. And I really appreciated that.
3: Wow. That's, that's amazing. I I was in a play and I, and there would be all these people on stage. And then in other scenes, there would be just one person. I'm just like, why can't we like average this out? (laughs) (laughs) Right. It was just so hectic. Yeah. And I,
6: I've done musicals before too. And so, like, you know, um, being an ensemble member, you always think, like, oh, no one's going to really see me. But, like, after watching that, you really, like, appreciate, like, the ensemble members and the the extras playing in the back also really help tell the story and place you, like, right directly into the story.
3: Wow. I like your thought, man. I like your thought. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Patrick, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Alice in Wonderland Ballet. It's playing in Regal Theaters nationwide, so please check it out. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases, and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope Beton And
2: I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: And you're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel now you know what to see and speaking of see we'll see you again next week Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bon appetit!
0: We don't care how you got here, we're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.